Revelation chapter 6, verses 9 and 10. When the Lamb broke the fifth seal, I saw underneath the altar the souls of those who had been slain because of the word of God and because of the testimony which they had maintained. And they cried out with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, will you refrain from judging and avenging our blood on those who dwell on the earth? Once Christ broke the fifth seal, there was no thunder, no invitation to horses nor riders. There was only the altar. John's Greek is translated underneath the altar. Moses' Hebrew gave us the equivalent at the base of the altar. From Exodus chapter 29, verse 12. You shall take some of the blood of the bull and put it on the horns of the altar with your finger, and you shall pour out all the blood at the base of the altar. The image in Exodus and John's vision here in Revelation are the same sacrifice. At the base of the altar in heaven are found the souls of those who have been killed. Before you get too caught up in where the souls of the slain are actually located, please bear in mind that the apostle is seeing exactly what our Savior wants him to see. The souls of the martyrs are physically in paradise, where they sleep until called. First Thessalonians chapter four verses fourteen and six through sixteen. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, and the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet of God and the dead in Christ will rise first. What Jesus asks us to bring to mind in John's vision is the very nature of the sacrifice poured out at the base of the altar. These souls belong to those who were murdered for two reasons alone. The testimony of John tells us specifically whose souls he is describing from the beginning of the book he is writing. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show to his bondservants, 
the things which must soon take place, and he sent and communicated it by his angel to his bondservant John, who testified to the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ, even to all that he saw. The apostle found it necessary to repeat the declaration in Revelation 1.9. I, John, your brother and fellow partaker in the tribulation and kingdom and perseverance which are in Jesus, was on the island of Patmos because of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. At the time of the writing, John found himself quite alone from the company he kept at the feet of Rabbi Yeshua. None of his fellow apostles, including Rav Shaul, were still alive. Even Matthias, chosen by lot to replace the betrayer, The apostolic age, save for the testimony of the disciple who Jesus loved, was over. Yet, from the base of the altar, the combined voice of the twelve was heard. The loud voice cried out for justice in the matter of their own deaths. They, in one accord, Call on God to keep his promises, written by Moses in Deuteronomy 32.43. Rejoice with him, O heavens. Bow down to him, O all gods, for he avenges the blood of his children and takes vengeance on his adversaries. He repays those who hate him and cleanses his people's land. And from the writing of Asaph in Psalm 79.10, Why should the nations say, Where is your God? Let the avenging of the outpoured blood of your servants be known among the nations before our eyes. God responds according to his plan. Continuing in Revelation 6, in verse 11. And there was given to each of them a white robe. And they were told that they should rest for a little while longer until the number of their fellow servants and their brethren, who were to be killed even as they had been, would be completed also. The first promise to each martyr is a white robe. Jesus made the same promise to his church in Sardis in Revelation 3.5. He who overcomes will thus be clothed in white garments, 
and I will not erase his name from the book of life, and I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. The second promise answers the slain's question about how long. The full number of martyrs must be accounted for. Given the number of Christians murdered for their faith across the millennia, considering the thousands of servants and brethren being martyred, even as you read or hear this message, one must wonder, how long? Please stay with John's writings as he reveals the events that must take place before the bridegroom returns for his bride, the church. For those who believe and discern under the power and authority of the word of God, along with the faithful direction of the Holy Spirit, the fifth challenge revealed when the lamb broke the fifth seal is overcome. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches.